last time on Geek Force, the squad talks about the Mandalorian. Ahsoka Katan is back in the mix. We also divulge some historical information about Assassin's Creed, aliens, and we wrap things up talking about new mutants. We wish it would disappear almost like those ratings did. And see what's happening now on Geek Force. Welcome to Geek Force, the show where pop culture rules all. I'm your host, Kat. With me today is the lovely G-Squad of Emi, Ray, and Marlon. Welcome back, you guys, to another wonderful episode. How is everyone? Good to be back. Good to be back. Good to see you all again. Yes, it's been so long. (laughs) Not really, but it feels that that way. Um, I just want to say this weekend has had a lot of preparation for not only the holidays, but because of a lot of just great content coming out as far as shows, video games, movie announcements, like... If you are like us, right? Cyberpunk comes out in a few days, you guys. We've been talking about this game all year. Um, Attack on Titan dropped over the weekend. We've been waiting for this season. This is the final season has dropped. It has dropped, and it's already making a buzz. Like I think me and Amy talked about it for what twenty minutes before we started recording. I don't think I've been on for twenty minutes. It feels that way. We're during COVID time. COVID time feels longer for everything. Okay, cat. Um, But yeah, so much stuff, you guys. But of course, we like to start off our episode with our recap of the Mandalorian. So we are now currently at chapter fourteen. Sixteen. What? No, fourteen. 22. Don't throw me off. <laughs> 14. And when I saw the title, The Tragedy, I got a little worried. <laughs> like, I was like, wait, yeah. You weren't, you, you weren't worried. Kidnapped. <laughs> you, you, you weren't worried by that incredibly heartwarming and kind and happy opening that was clearly leading and was a yeah. huge red flag. Well, I saw that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like, it was so adorable. I was like, Hmm. This is how they do it in the anime, where it's like, <laughs> "I love you, mother. I love you, father. You're the best. You're the best child in the whole world. Go off to school now." Oh, it's looking kind of crazy outside. My parents <laughs> just died. Yeah. <laughs> My dad turned me into a dog. Pull my lockers. Oh. I wasn't. I wasn't ready for that one. I wasn't ready for that one. Wow! Why? How dare you? For shame! First of all, for shame! You were saying the anime foreshadows that entire episode. They were foreshadowing that dad father was going to do some messed up to his daughter. Oh no! You're right. It's like, oh, that's what it's sweet. (laughs) I love my daughter. I love animals. He was like giving her just all kind of treats and loving. Like he's been way too nice to this little girl. Hansel and so, Gretel out there. But back no, to uh, back to the, the amazing Mandalorian episode. You're right, you're right because so it did good. start off very wholesome. Where I was just like, "Wow, I've never seen this side before." Wait a minute, the tragedy yep. and everything seemed too easy. You know, when they arrived, and I was like. <laughs> Okay, there's nothing popping up. I mean, it's fine. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm so used to something like every time they're going to land, something usually pops up and starts shooting. That didn't happen. He was carrying. Then the the scene of him, you know, flying him up. I love that scene. I told Amy, please save that. 
picture. I need that picture for a future episode of ours because that was just too adorable. You oh, know, yeah. and it was like it's a with the windows down. I was like, right. oh, that's a bad moment. It's such yeah. a bad moment. <laughs> so when they, yeah, and then so like when they get to the top, and you know, Baby Yoda or. I forgot. Gogru, Gogru, uh, is doing his little. I can't pay attention, and I'm touching everything. And then he finally does the job when you know people start blasting. You know, he becomes one with the force. I just wanted to know, like, what was on Typha of all places? What was really though? happening in that uh, connection? Like, was he saying, like, "Hi, my name is." Whatever, I'm out here. This is the story. Like one of my favorite know. YouTubers said, he he hit that dial-up connection to the force. <laughs> it was uh, it was making all the yeah. It was taking. He had a he had a long loading screen. But it's funny because it reminded me of what Ray said last time about you know as far as Jedi at this time is unfortunately the skywalkers and so that kind of really does it, it was like blaring in my head like well i know leia for sure heard that well i don't i mean i don't know i don't know i don't the timeline always keeps confusing me well i'm saying at this time. point race still a palpatine i'm just gonna call her palpatine there are like a few skywalkers that about. she's a small child still in this timeline that's true. You're still a Palpatine. Also, isn't that? Um, I mean, this is also going way off book, but wouldn't that also mean that um, that young man who wasn't really a Jedi Knight but still has a full on lightsaber from Rebels? He's probably in this timeline too. He's a full grown adult. Cool. I wonder if we'll ever see him. Do you remember from the from the Rebels? A boy who has uh, I forget his name. I only watched like the main character. Yes, the main character, the Jedi. Uh, yeah, that's that's the Ahsoka spinoff show. That's uh, yeah. if you did, yeah. That when 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 she makes the Thrawn comment, that's the, the she's looking for Ezra. That's why she's looking for Thrawn. That's the that's yeah. That's just, that's the Ahsoka show. That's uh, you have finished Rebels. That's uh, that's. That's Ray's little catchphrase. Now you need yeah, to start. Yeah, just finish. Rebels. Just finish the animated shows. Like the rest of the world needs to do. They they love Star Wars <laughs> enough. Clearly, uh, I wrote about it in my uh, you know faves of the year. But I agree that this show is like great. If you're watching this on Disney Plus, you can watch all our other Disney shows to figure out what's going on because yeah. we give you nuggets. We give you nuggets right here. Yeah. Yeah. No, this one. This was something that. Had, while we're on this subject, like it was something that came up over the week as we were kind of talking about getting ready for this episode and the fans were kind of reacting to we're like, we're finally kind of reacting to the fact that there was a lot of Clone Wars Rebels stuff that was happening in their nice, cute baby Yoda show that they didn't understand what was going on. And it was bothering some of them. Um, and it, it reminds me of those episodes in the middle of season one that kind of felt out of like they just like they didn't make they, they didn't make any point to the plot they were just kind of there mm-hmm. that uh, mando goes and helps the outlaws get someone out of the prison uh mando goes and fights and fights ming na win on tatooine like like all of these things were like it they just they didn't feel 
like they made sense in season one. Um, they're starting to all make sense now, but um, they didn't feel like they all made sense in season one. And so that's what these Clone Wars-ish episodes, I feel like, are doing. The second season where they were like, you know, we need to fill some space, so uh, let's break some Black Door pilots. Let's uh, introduce some characters, and then we'll get back to the main storyline in the next episode, which is, I mean, exactly what they did. This one was... Uh, Robert Rodriguez directed and was very great. I just really wish um, they had a less cliche moment of let me put down my jetpack on the ground so mm. that I can't use it the entire rest of the episode. Dot, dot, yeah. dot. That, that part that, that was sense. that was the biggest thing that bothered yeah. me. I was yeah. I was really enjoying the episode, but I could I kept Don't forgetting. I kept, like, couldn't forget. Kept, <sighs> I was trying to forget it, but I couldn't keep forgetting it. And by the end of the episode, I was just like, "Yeah, what what were y'all doing in that last scene?" You, they were like, "Okay, we just can't. We have to like somehow handicap them so we can't get after them." Let's oh, let's just have them like twenty minutes earlier put down his jetpack. That'll explain everything. <laughs> I, I was like, the exact same thing. I was like, why are you put it on? Like, oh, oh, come on, writers, really? That's why. He's not, that's it's so up. bad. It's not even good for storytelling when that happens. Like, it's so also, bad. Like, it didn't make any sense for uh, Boba Fett to ask him to like take off the jetpack because like he has a he gun. Did like, why would you? He didn't ask him to take off the jetpack. He just he just Wait. did it by himself. No, no, didn't he say? Like he said, put like put down the gun, and no, he said put down the jetpack, and then she'll put down the gun, and then he just like took off his jetpack and set it down. I don't remember him saying those exact words. I thought he said something else, but I maybe you're was, right. It's something like that. But I'm like, Jango, he has right. a gun on you. Oh. Why would you have him put down the jetpack and not the gun? Yeah, it was a that, weird scene, and I'm like, that's hey, even worse. That the other, <laughs> the other, the other really bad dialogue in the episode was Ming-Na Wen comes down the hill. She comes around the thing. She walks. Up and she says, "Looks like you've seen a ghost." Um, Mandalorian's wearing a helmet. <laughs> um, how does it look like she he's seen a ghost? Funny, right? She was being funny. <laughs> like you was, thought I was dead. Was, <laughs> 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 the reaction behind the mess. Yeah, that was, was that was just writing in this. That was just bad. <laughs> I bust out laughing at that part because I was like, yeah. "Oh, you're funny, Mina." I, first of all, I was excited that she was back because I, I know mean, her was Disney money. Yo, really cool. was killed. She, 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 you know, she's literally killing it and. I really thought her character was really interesting in season one because it was like this cool chick, but like we didn't know nothing about her. We still don't know nothing about her. But now like that she is teaming up with Boba Fett, it's like even like, huh? What? I'm 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 with this. I'm with this with why. I I'm not gonna think too much on it. But um I will say, you know, as each minute passed, I kept seeing I kept thinking, what is the tragedy in this? And then seeing how, you know, eventually the stormtroopers arrive. It's like, okay, I feel like the fight was great, but it was a little too long. And then we hit to that part. I was like, what? The dark stormtroopers? What is this? And the way they just uh, flew out, I was like, is this Voltron? Like the age of Voltron uh, 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 from the Avengers movie? Um, and um, Ultron, yeah, Ultron. So like, they looked just like them. And then the way they just snatched up Grogu. That was sad, y'all. I was like, oh, my heart. That was also a bit of interesting writing because when Ming-Na Wen's character was like getting like pinned down in the, in the valley, uh, the Mandalorian within two seconds went from, okay, baby girl, I'm going to leave you 
to like showing up and firing his little like star screen little toys at everyone. But it took him so many cut scenes, to, like so many cuts for him to not make. And I'm like, how do you get down that fast in the first place? Mm-hmm. And he can't mm-hmm. get back up this is quickly. It yeah. was weird. But what I did live for and I thought was like cool and also funny was uh, Dad Bod Boba Fett. Like, because they made a whole thing of like showing his little like belly poking out from his armor because he, he has like the little like toga on underneath it. It was just this little like, all right, he's back. Also, how are all those things still working? Especially your like, backpack rocket when that, first <laughs> of all, true. when? When did he like, because I remember that thing was used in like the Kyrak episode. And mm-hmm. like, did he just give you a new like rocket on the back of that? Where'd you get that rocket from? I'm going to assume Cobb Vance had extra rockets lying around. And so I mean, like, what is that in there? I mean, he just in case he had to use it, he probably had a couple lying around. Like, he, he, he's a hoarder. He, he's a little hoarder. Yeah. Out of his little like wallet. But it was fun. Like, it was a fun throwback. I, I, I feel like on the internet that's definitely going to end up being um the background as someone plays like the boba fett rap song over it because that was the perfect like i'm boba the face because i know we're like i'm gonna save the day he's shooting people it's so um, badass yeah he's, he's basically pulling off the gun foo from that uh <laughs> or want it no, uh, the gun foo with uh he's he played batman uh with uh, equilibrium, that's what I said. Equilibrium or what? Yeah, Kung Fu. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, the, that was basically he's like his whole comment was just something like that. I really wish he had done the flamethrower, but I mean, apparently he didn't have fuel for that. But he had fuel mm-hmm. for a rocket, so it's all good. But uh, yeah, you guys, he got snatched, and then well, first they blew up the Razor Crest. For me, I don't know about y'all that that evoked an emotional response because at this point. His ship was a character to me. Like it was like their little safe haven. It, it went through a lot of it went through a lot of stuff, and you know, but it, they, it always got fixed. It always. I mean, it, it 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 is a character. It's one of those background characters that you know how people have with uh, certain objects or weapons or homes or whatever. It's it's it becomes a part of the story, and so when. They just blasted the hell out of it. I was like, "Oh, what? No!" And then seeing him pick pick through the pieces, I I was sad. I was like, "Dang, man, he really he really came to mess with uh, the Mandalorian. He's angry, and he took his child." And I mean, the scenes that took place of of how they treated Go Group Go. I can't even say his name. Grogu. I want to say Goku because ever since it's says very that. similar, but like yeah, it's like Grogu. Grogu. Ever since you know the stormtroopers were trying to calm him down, and he was going ham with his force powers because he woke up. You know, he's been awake, awakened to that. You know, his his little hands, and then they stun him and put handcuffs on him. The cutest little handcuffs that ever did. handcuffs in that size. made specifically for little. If we were, if we were in the Star Trek universe, I could get behind it because they fabricate everything. So, like, all right, fine, they could. They, they, but but I, we're in Star Wars universe, so no, I agree with you. Where do they get little tiny handcuffs like that? It's like, just, it's, and if anything, I think this is 
I mean, I think this like, <laughs> like proves uh, Ahsoka of like, yo, I can't train this kid. He has a lot of anger. Homeboy was just choking stormtroopers. And for a minute, I was like, are they going to have Grogu kill these people? Because they kept holding on his face as he was like just gripping them. And like he was really like hurting them. And I'm like, if he kills them, this is going to be like, this could turn into a whole other show where like maybe he's like, okay, I, I killed all my problems now. But of course, you know, they had him hold the thing and then at the last minute he just knocks them both out. And then of course he just gets groggy nappy nap time and he like lays down and takes a little nap nap. I just, I just want to shout out to Giancarlo being Gideon and he was such a, sh- like a great villain. Like just him watching, <laughs> delivery, you know, man. baby Yoda just killing he's just like mm, yes yes Wait for oh it. and then he took out <laughs> the dark like, saber and he's like oh have you ever he this had it so close to his face i was like this is straight villainy <laughs> the, the more we talk about this episode the more i just can't keep i can't keep unseeing robert rodriguez like all over this episode this episode was yeah. literally spy kids the mandalorian episode <laughs> like it just, it just has it just has so many like little little silly corny it's things so little like it just <laughs> it was so, so 90s. silly to me it was so 90s in a way where the action was good but it felt like that homegrown uh violence if that makes sense where everything made sense like people were just positioned so well that right. you have to just push it over and it rolls right into a turret. Right, which is going to push this boulder. What? She's counting too? What? I was like... Even though the boulder should have definitely gone off course because if you drop any kind of round object down a bumpy cliff, it's going to bounce off of stuff and roll a different trajectory, not in a straight line at someone you're aiming at. That's not how that works. <laughs> Yep. That's not how any of also, works. Also, the boulder rem- rem- reminded me of that uh, 90s Japanese uh, TV show where they were like run up the hill and try to avoid a boulder. It just seemed it just seemed ultra fake looking at it. Like I forget what it's called. They're like running up a muddy hill. They're trying to get, get by this boulder and get to the top. Oh, yeah. of it. Bonsai, I think it's called bonsai. But yeah, it just reminded me of like, oh, that's a real fake looking rock. <laughs> oh my gosh! But yeah, so what? How are you guys feeling so far? I feel like for me, I don't know what the next episode is going to show. I mean, he did track down Kara and was like, I need your help busting out that that dude again, you know, to help him get to find the ship, to find Gideon's ship and stuff. But like, how many episodes is this supposed to be? And we're at episode, I feel like we're at the midpoint. We have two more episodes left. We got Really? Are you serious? Wait, wait, wait. Really, Ray? That's how it's supposed to be online. Oh wow! Which means they know that they know that season three is guaranteed. They they know it. Next one will be getting Stormtrooper dude. We're either gonna start with Stormtrooper dude, get trying to get him. What is Bill Barr? No, that's our Attorney General. What's his name? Um, uh, I can't think of the guy's name that played the. He played the. He was one of the guys in that prison and getting the guy at the prison episode. Is it actually his Bill name? Bar, yeah. I, think I think Bill it's Bill Bar? Barr. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, sorry, it's Bill Burr. Bill Burr. Bill Burr. Yeah, oh, I was sorry. like, Bill Barr's our attorney general. That's not yeah. right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Bill, <laughs> but, um, Bill Burr, um, this next episode is probably going to be getting him. Um, oh, yeah. And, and then the last one will be the attack on Gideon. But, I mean... 
It I mean, seems too easy of a structure, so maybe they're not doing that, but we'll see. They're going to pull off at Ocean's Eleven. And they're like, we, we need explosives, man. We need an inside man. We need a man with the, with the chip on his shoulder. Like, I'm already either going to do some kind of weird, all right, I'm going to plan to do this because they got Bill Burr, and I'm sure he's going to have to be funny. So he's going to end up, wind up betraying them because his character isn't a good guy. Like, I think that's the main takeaway. So... <laughs> Maybe we'll get the thing where like the hero goes to recruit the the helpful bad guy and the helpful bad guy is like, oh, actually, I turned you in and now I'm going to get away. And then we have an episode where it's just like him being captured, trying to escape and get Grogu. Um, maybe maybe get something like that. I don't know. I really don't know at this point. I was <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I know maybe. Maybe Yoda will have his moment that I think we talked about earlier about where he sh- really shows like a good glimpse of his force powers. Maybe, maybe we'll get that cameo from another Jedi. Maybe, maybe the Mandalorian squad will show up. I don't know. There's now I'm starting to see a lot of just like loose ends and I'm like, okay, but two episodes, either that's continuing past these two episodes or something's going to be like a big reveal towards something else. And I'm going to be like, what? <laughs> No, I think they're gonna they're gonna end the season with the rest of the season is gonna be them trying to save you, Baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty confident of that one. Yeah. Mm. And then we also see that you know, I think what's good to know that I think is helpful is that with the last episode with Ahsoka versus that mean lady, we saw something. We saw that the lightsaber and the best guard like spear. They, you know, they, they kind of are like on the, they're, they're kind of like on equal terms of like, great, this is going to bounce off and bounce back. And you, see, you, of course, see that Mandalorian now has that same javelin. So I'm already thinking, OK, he's going to end up in some kind of fight with that javelin thing because it's going to be the old weapon that can like not get cut through. And of course, he's wearing full best car. So he's going to have to like take some tactful hits and dodge. So I'm already seeing oh, yeah. he's he's, fight. We'll have a real fight with this dark saber. Absolutely. Uh, Giancarlo better be brushing up on his sword play. Uh, or, or you better get a damn good double to stand by to stand in for him and go for it. Yeah, they can cut the camera up enough. Uh, it'll look like he's fighting. That's that's the <laughs> that's thing true. nowadays in Hollywood. From the neck down, sure, from the neck down. <laughs> <laughs> that could be anyone. So yeah, um, I guess listeners, what are your thoughts on this episode? I know for a fact a lot of people in my friend circle were very emotionally affected. A lot of them had sad emojis in their statuses, and so yeah, it's it's, it's, it's crazy. I mean, but I, I'm like, this is great plot driven stuff to make main characters do something so I mean I don't think anything bad's gonna happen but maybe I don't know we'll see if you have any thoughts hit, uh, feel free to hit us up and uh, explain what are your theories on this because I would like to know I, I really don't know do you guys I mean besides Ray Ray knows everything but like Amy what are your ideas of like or how are you feeling what might happen in these next two episodes um my well, the only theory I have is at the very end they're going to reveal who's going to come and train him. That's the mm. that's the only theory that I have right now. <laughs> mm. um, other than that, um, yeah, I feel I feel like it's, it's going to be a surprise. It's going to be at the very end. It's going to be like, oh, oh no, it's over. <laughs> um, Nick Fury. No, unless no, <laughs> no. What's wrong? No Mace Windu? 
Anything's possible. If he if he makes if he is the one that shows up, I'm gonna scream. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying it's bad. It's just I I don't know. I don't know. I think because I don't want it to be tied to the movies, but I know somehow they're gonna do that anyway. You know, I've seen this with Agents of Shield, and I'm just like, it worked when it became its own thing. But I don't know. We'll Sometimes. see. Sometimes we'll see, it you guys. Where it I do find it funny thing. that. Samuel Jackson's in both these franchises, but yeah, we'll see you guys. But uh, I do want money. I know. Speaking of money, uh, remember months ago when we talked about how AMC was like, ha ha, we're just going to show our stuff um, in uh, online because we have an on-demand app and we need money there. So why not? It's it's COVID. Why, why don't we do it? And everybody hated on AMC. Remember how funny that was? <laughs> Guess what Warner Brothers is doing, you guys? <laughs> The exact same thing with HBO. And is everyone happy? Guess yes. what? No. 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 <laughs> everybody who's everybody's very upset, except for the people who have made these deals with HBO. I was just looking at the list of 10 minutes ago about. So the short version is, you guys, HBO Max and Warner Brothers have made a deal where all the theatrical things that are coming out within next year is just going to be featured on HBO Max as well. So, like, we all know Wonder Woman is dropping on Christmas on HBO Max. That was a big deal because Wonder Woman was being pushed back one time, two times, maybe three times, a lot of times. And so they were like, why don't we just feature it on the streaming app? And you don't pay extra, I believe, right? You don't pay extra. It's just going to show up, which to me was a big move. Right. Because before it would be like you had to pay a certain amount of money to access theatrical releases on an app you already is or you're already paying monthly for. And HBO's like, yeah, we got you. We just we're just showing them that, you know. And so everybody's like, we are like, yay. But, you know, the money people are, are angry. So I'm looking at the list of movies that are available next year. And not only I mean, we have like the Matrix 4 Matrix 4 is going to show up on HBO Max like the day it comes out I, and like the Suicide Squad and I mean if you like the, the new idea of the new Space Jam that's coming out but whatever but like movies like that like <laughs> coming out just on a Friday and you just sit back and watch it in, in the comfort of your own TV you know I think this is a pretty good uh, a pretty great idea but I do feel like there's going to be a lot of backlash and i feel like it's gonna affect us consumers i feel like that's gonna probably bump up our monthly subscription most likely um but uh for me as a consumer i'm like hell yeah but what are you guys thoughts on uh warner brothers changing the game on this uh thing that we've been trying to like push for all year well it looks like they're saying that they're going to do one month, one month of it being on HBO Max, and then it will leave the platform and return oh. and just continue playing in theaters. Um, That's still good. Theaters yeah. that no one is going to. Well, not some. Yeah, there's some that. Theater. And, so I'm right, right. and I'm wondering, I, I think they, they might end up charging something because it was only for one month on the thing. Uh I think they, I mean I think Disney and Amazon and a few other people did the like started the trend of charging to, to, to view it. So I think they'll still charge you to view it because it's only mm-hmm. gonna be it's only gonna be available for a month on the service. Um and so that's, that's 30 days, and I think they'll 
you know, they'll, they'll probably use whatever money they get from people to like try to placate some of these studios. But I do think it's going to be for a month on the platform and then, uh, you know, you know, watching the Marlon. So, so you're saying they're they're going to do what they're going to do when they bleh, sorry, they're going to do what they did previously with uh, with uh, um, the other platform where they charged you thirty dollars to watch it. Is that what you're saying? I believe so. I, I think I, I remember saying that because I remember seeing people getting upset about the fact that Mulan was charged. Yeah, I don't like, think as soon as that happened, well, I think they're still going to charge you like a, like a fee. Like I don't think it's going to be covered in like the twelve dollar service because it's only for a month and i've been trying to figure out like are they going to charge some kind of like uh you know price point with it but yeah i don't think it's going to be like great it just comes included in the package i think it doesn't i don't think that that makes some money it says right here that you know everything will be available domestically for one month upon the, the day of their theatrical release giving subscribers plenty of time to catch up on these movies so it didn't say any extra i guess if you just have the app you're good which seems too good to be true, but I'm, yeah. I'm for it. They're going to throw <laughs> some power away. I think it's going to be some kind of like, I mean, yeah, I feel like they want to make money. They got us over a barrel already. Like they know that the price limit is 30 bucks potentially. So I think there's going to be like, and they probably won't release it just to us yet, but I think we're going to see at some point if it's like, great, it comes included. Or if it's like, hey, like you pay like an extra four or $5 more, but we'll see. Not my thirty dollars. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out, like, 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 you know, I'm trying to part go, two. Yeah, right? I feel like the 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 most telling thing is like, I just I'm trying to find where they listed how much it's going to be, and I think the statement people will just keep repeating is that it'll be available for a month on the service and then go back to theaters. So I'm interested to see if they even released if there was going to be a price adjustment or not. But yeah, I haven't good. seen anything. I don't. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're just not going to give us all the information just out the gate just yet. And it might end up being like a Mulan thing where you find out day of, oh, this is 30 bucks. Like We did find out day of for Mulan. We, we found out that ahead of time. We found out we we'll talk about it months ahead. <laughs> like, okay, so like Wonder Woman's I, coming out in about three yeah. weeks. And, we haven't had have, any price drop yeah. or any prices. It just said released on the app on HBO Max on Christmas Day. It also says Godzilla vs. Kong, which also comes out next year, will be released on that day with like no extra charge. Yeah. I don't yeah, I don't think they're charging us. Because that well, would be at the same time, we My don't know because it could be Merry Christmas, it could be, it could be bucks, for certain it could be for certain movies too. We don't know how these contracts were signed, where maybe certain movies we will have to pay and some movies we won't have to pay. I am looking at an article that Steven Spielberg and George Lucas said about seven years ago that they were predicting this. They said there's gonna be a time where uh theatrical movies are gonna be available for at home, and according to the studio, you're gonna be paying either mutual money because it's a bigger studio or something that's a little bit less because it's an independent movie now we're kind of on that train right now where you know some movies are cheaper because you know it's been out for a while or it's a smaller studio and then dealing with like Mulan where you know we pay $30 to see that movie so I feel like yeah this is the start of a new era it's just we're working out with the kinks and I understand like money people are mad they're big mad about this because it's like this is not how we we ran things this is not how things are working um but the fact of the reality is you guys like it's a pandemic and we know you want to make your money but you got to make it feasible you can't just take more money from people 
you know, but I understand, you know, you want to pay the people who worked on it. So it gets into a whole nother nonsense of half of them are expecting everything to be back to normal next year by the time their movie comes out because right. the magic vaccine is going to magically fix everything. And, uh, yeah. uh, that's and the, I need to pay yeah. for my new pool. The idea is to change. It's, yeah, it's time to change. I that was really telling for how they consider uh, the people that see the movies. Like, it, like I feel like they're they were trying to explain around, hey, I know these are hard times and also, you know, pandemic and also you have to be in an inside building with all the, like all the things are sealed up and you're in a room with people. But like the vaccine will be here, everyone's going to take it. And it's like, first of all, you you know that's not going to happen. People are going to like be, people are notoriously been anti-vax for a cool minute. And even if they, you know, were, you know, touting the fact that you know they they that you can't get the coronavirus you're, not, you're still gonna have to do with people who either in certain communities won't go your prices are going to go down and we don't know when everyone's going to get you know access to this uh out the gate just yet like i'm sure like in most states they've like said here's our plan for it, but like before it hits everybody it's going to be a cool minute before we even get to that point we can see the numbers even drop before we start going to theaters uh so we'll see and also it looks like um Wonder Woman is going to just be available uh, on the thing uh, as a regular subscriber for for that month. So I'm wondering if they're going to follow that for every film that they drops and just follow the Wonder Woman status. Because if they're like going to movie per month, she seems to be the test. She seems to be the yeah. test run. Yeah, I think they're going to. I think they're going to test and see if people show up in a big way. If they show up in a big way. Maybe they'll keep doing the it's a free for a month deal. Maybe they'll be like, great, 80 million plus people came and saw this. Let's consider if we want to monetize this group of people to get mm-hmm. like some buyback. But yeah, I feel like yeah, this will be the test run and it's going to be just available. You just start play and it goes. So this will be interesting to see what kind of data they get and what that data tells them to do in terms of like monetary value because yes disney was a scalper and they were terrible for it but i feel like disney uh, did something that now every source like great that's beyond the limit let's not do that but also let's consider what's going to happen now that movies are going to go directly from being shot to being put on a stream service like how do we since there's no middleman anymore how do we get that money to come to us more so you're <laughs> definitely having two rich people arguing right now you got like the studio arguing with hbo max and i was like hey listen we want to make money too but and if, but you know and if it's at the you know disadvantage to you for us to make money welcome to capitalism and they're just not going to care about it so we'll see uh, i know that um uh our, our our good friend uh, with his uh, Superman, sorry, with his Justice League cut might not be happy. Uh, so, but he, he made like a direct deal with HBO Max. I think he was already he was already in on the whole. I don't think we're gonna. I hope we don't have to pay extra to see his cut, but um, it's not paid to watch not it. Be on there. That's definitely not going to be. Have it shouldn't be even created. It should just be, be free. Like put it in the dumpster here. where it belongs. Dang. Okay. 
and he right. was like, "Was make it and just throw it in the trash." Yes. I mean, if anything, we're interested to see what studios do now in response in terms of contracts. Like, it's yeah. like great. We're writing a contract for this for, for you to help us make this film, but you cannot release it on streaming service until X Y Z day. Like, maybe we'll see some more uh, contractual uh, legalese pop up to prevent like streaming services from like having them available. Uh, but I mean, again, most of these films are already on the docket, so it's probably going to be hard to adjust those contracts now, but we'll see what happens like moving forward. This is just another example of the, the issues that 2020 has brought up that have uh, drastically changed the way we do things. So I am going to be interested to see what happens. And what I did think was really interesting is just seeing all these people kind of chime in and you have Christopher Nolan a comment about HBO being like terrible so that was a wild one you said you I went to bed thinking I worked for a really great company and then I woke up and was like this is the worst streaming service of all time and he's just like this is a mistake from the common man to a Wall Street investor I was like going off he said this is dysfunctional and just no he's drunk texting let's just be real (laughs) I was like he's just mad about He's like, dear HBO. <laughs> no, he never, he's awful. So he's going to use a feather quill pen to write this out <laughs> with the angles. There's one of them. <laughs> he's one of them film dudes. You know, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've met quite a few in my life, unfortunately. Yes. So we'll see. Yeah. Like, I'm excited. This means that HBO Max definitely is going to be the move, and Disney Plus is definitely going to be in trouble. If HBO Max is saying, great, every single film is going to be released on our service. That's a big move out the gate. I mean, again, Matrix 4, you guys, and Dune. I know the Dune people want to sue, but I want want to see Dune all year. It's just going to be available for a month. Like, we're talking about big movies being just on your... It's going to make all of that money. And there, which is why I... Which is why... I act like I full heartedly think they're going to start charging us for these free movies because if they're like the only place to go for these like for Dune for these blockbuster movies, Mm -hmm. like it would behoove us to throw on a couple extra digits on this uh, monthly subscription. Mind you, Netflix the other day sent me an email saying, great, we're going to be upping your service now. And I'm like, dang, even Netflix is out here like, oh, y'all on this a lot? Up the price of it. Where are they going to go? Where are they going? We got the office and we got friends. Where are they going to go? Right. Netflix is... Damn them. It's funny how Netflix might not always be on top, but they're always in the top, like, two or three because they're just floating, you know? But this does put pressure on Disney. I mean, think about the Black Widow movie. How many times has that been pushed? How many times, like, the Marvel movie, the Marvel TV shows? So it's like, Disney has a lot, and Disney has been doing a lot, but, you know... This is the move. Disney's going to lose. That's the I mean, I don't know. Though. Like, are, are they going to cut me What is Disney actually taking out? I mean, again, I keep telling y'all, they, <laughs> they, they can lose and still win. They have right. money to throw away. So my so thing is, what happens, though? I mean, they might maybe be like, hey, listen, our $30 Mulan movie was a bad idea. Let's let's just charge 15 and see what happens. And make that release. Because I feel like there's no yeah. reason he's going to be like, great. We're they gonna... got the running this, oh, yeah. this obstacle stance. Disney. <laughs> Disney knows from Endgame uh, Chapter 2 how much their nerd fandom will shell out for a Marvel movie. They will absolutely tack on a ticket price whenever any of the Marvel films, if they go straight to streaming, 
it's not going to be free. Like hands yeah. down, they they saw the numbers that it did domestic and foreign, and like yo, Mulan may have been a bad idea, but guess what? Ten dollars ain't. But I do want to bring to your attention. This is something we've talked before. Disney is a family friendly app. The one thing HBO has over Disney is it can feature uh, edgy PG thirteen up to rated R stuff. But. I just read recently that Disney is thinking of acquiring Hulu. And remember how we said Hulu was the one that showed more of the hard, like the 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 more grown up Marvel stuff. If it wasn't Netflix, it was Marvel. Or yeah, it was wasn't Netflix, it was Hulu. So my question is is Disney making moves in secret because they heard of this deal and if who's going to be the one that's going to have like maybe Deadpool, maybe some of the uh, stuff that I think is more of our age, our age group. Will Hulu be the one that's going to be like, hey, we got your new stuff, too. If you like Deadpool and stuff, check out Hulu and we'll just have it here, too. You don't have to pay extra. And then that's when part two of the streaming wars will be happening is where are you gonna go to get your fix? Like you get your you get your fangirl fanboy on with Hulu with the Marvel and whatever, or do you go to HBO that has the DC and the other sci-fi stuff? You know, either way, everyone's making money. It's just gonna be who is doing it the best. Who's yeah. losing money? Who's losing money? Yeah. yeah. We're the losers and the winners in this. I'm like, yay, movies. Oh man, my wallet. You know? Yep. So Factual. That, that crossed my mind this morning. I was like, oh, but Disney, if Disney gets Hulu, it's a wrap. Like, it's a wrap. That's- they, have, they have figured out how to make us all pay for cable again. Yep. Exactly. It's come full circle. Like, oh, y'all don't want to pay for your channels? Okay. We got, we got something you. for you. We got you. <laughs> we'll see, we'll see you in six years. Like, hey, this streaming service only has these five shows you like, but this other streaming service has these other six shows you like. Are you going to pick one or the other? You'll be left behind. You get FOMO. You should buy both of them for twelve nine nine. And like sheep, we said, yeah, okay, I'll, yeah, okay, okay, I'll take it. Yeah. You, you know who I feel bad for? Apple TV. Not for bad for them, but they just they, they got nothing. They got nothing. They shows. What you should they feel bad cry. for is all the celebrities that were doing Quibi shows. Yes. Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> I told totally you about Quibi for a second. You from seeing those commercials every day, they're not seeing them at all. <laughs> Oh man! Like, literally every everything was like Quibi this, Quibi that, and then literally hits the summer silence. They ran out of marketing money, Marlon. <laughs> they ran out of marketing money <laughs> because no one wants to watch an extra long Vine. <laughs> I mean, that, I I I might disagree with you there because I'm so I'm down for Mario Lopez. I'm, I'm ready for Mario Lopez. There are too few quitties to have you be like, you know what? I don't mind paying for a full service of this for these four quitties I like. That's fair. That's for a whole service. That's for a whole service. Oh, literally, I was like, who thought of this? Who thought this? You know what? People don't like TVs too long. Let's give them one minute episodes and we can make that thing hella long. We can make a whole hundred episode arc of a one hour TV show. 
Oh my gosh. I'd be like, I am the owner of a hundred episodes. It's like, oh really? What's your show? Oh, it's this show. Your each episode is one minute. It's like, I know, right? But I have a hundred episodes under my belt. That would be something. I will say this. I, I will say this. As bad as Quibi was, what I really felt bad for is that the Quibi was actually out there getting um like not big name artists to do things like, Hey, here's a TV show. And I thought this is like, this like really interesting on Twitter. Where like p- people were like making fun of people who were like directing quibbies or like writing quibbies. I think Ron Funches was one of them. And he was like, first of all, don't come for me. Like, I, I don't care that it's silly. I, I would make fun of it too, but like they give me money to write a show. I'm a, I'm a, I will write a show. Like right, right. a little silly app. I don't mind it. I'll do it. <laughs> right. Sure, that's how Chance the Rapper felt too. He was like, "Wait, y'all, y'all want to pay me to do Punked? I mean, sure." I forgot he was doing that. I was like, "Who wants to watch Punked again?" Right, right, right. That was but, more to watch in the nineties, where he was doing kind of meaty things and should have gotten his ass beat like eight times. Right, right. Like, to this day, I'm like, "How did Ashton Kutcher not catch a smooth fade?" Like, especially when he was like, when he like lost Missy Elliott's uh, chain, I was like, she should have hit him immediately. Mm, Don't talk about that episode. (laughs) So much cringe. I'm like, oh my God, this is bad. They're so angry. That show gave me so much anxiety. That's why I couldn't watch it. I'd be like, why'd he do that? What's the reaction? He gonna die. Every episode, he gonna die. He would have died by my hand. I'm like, how could you? But honestly, I think that's why it ended because I think people were starting to get a little too angry. (laughs) And it was like, okay, someone's gonna get shot. We should uh, (laughs) cut that. And then, of course, it led to every person on YouTube deciding I can do that show too, and just harassing people in public, which uh, (laughs) approach to the youth is still a funny thing to do. I mean, Schadenfreude will never get old. <laughs> so yeah, you guys, um, listeners, what are you, what are your thoughts? I know as a consumer during this time of the pandemic, oh. are you for this? Like, are you one of those people who are just like, Psh, I'm with it, you know, whatever? Or are you one of those? Mm, in the long run, it's going to cost me money, so I don't want to participate. You know, there's people out there that think about that too, which is smart. But like, I mean, again, I'm going to say Matrix Four, HBO Max opening day. Like, I will be up at midnight, like waiting for this to drop. Matrix, I'm watching this at one a.m. I'm watching it. Like, I don't nerds, care. Nerds, I heard we've come that. Full, <laughs> nerds, we've come full circle. We've gone from sleeping outside waiting for a movie to drop to no. sleeping inside waiting for a movie. Yes. <laughs> the way life should have been, Marlon. The way life should have been. You could camp oh, out in your living room now. And be like, we okay, we got one hour. We got me. one hour, and they were doing it. This is exciting. I'm working out. Stay up. I'm gonna watch this major movie. Be awesome. God bless you. God bless you all. You'll be confused the whole time. Oh, it'll be full it's fight gonna be worth it. It's gonna be worth it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, I'm excited, you guys. Um, you guys, oh, we know you are. Don't forget, Wonder Woman <laughs> drops out on HBO Max. I definitely want to review that in the future when that happens after Christmas for our first episode of Christmas because that's like a first superhero movie in so long, I'm, I'm, like so long. And it's so, the best one. So they better not mess it up. Well, I have faith it will be good. Yeah. It's hard to do sequels. It's really hard, especially for superhero films that are good. And it, especially, no, especially right, the first yeah. one was good. That's not it. That's not it. Uh, the first one was okay. The, the this movie, okay. Uh, looking at Marvel movies, usually the second one is better than the first one. Are we talking about No, we're not talking about Thor. But we are talking about Captain America. Okay, there we go. Uh, there we go. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, 
I feel like, yeah, true. We'll see. I didn't we'll know see if this could be their Captain America, but the second one's better. I'm a little concerned. I love Kristen Wiig, but I'm wondering right. how if this is going to be too silly. It's going to be like bridesmaid silly. Oh yeah, no, I don't. Serious? I don't think this movie is going to be that good. At the San Diego Comic Con, they showed a lot of clips of her, and she is in this character. Like, you're, this is not Kristen Wiig. This is whatever her name oh. is, Cheetah. This is Cheetah. I don't think it goes well, but I feel like when I saw that she had like a Birdman outfit, I'm like, okay, you got to you gotta walk me like I better get a good reason why she's in a full Birdman outfit, looking like she's a Thanagarian. So I'm looking forward to seeing what lore they're digging in. Right. If they bring in the Thanagarians, that'd be cool. But I mean, right. we will see. But yeah, like Ray said, I'm a little concerned. Right, but Merlin, it's free. You can have all the concerns you want. You well, don't have to pay thirty dollars. I have Amy to thank for that. So. <laughs> So Who's a good friend? Yeah, keep us updated, you guys. We'll keep you guys updated because I feel like this is the start of, I think, the beginning of this year. We had a streaming wars thing. What Remember, it was around this time where we were talking about one. all this. It was almost like a year from today, almost, like in the, around this time where we were talking about yeah. streaming wars for 2020. It's about now, six, look, it's a year bad. later. And guess what? It's about to get even worse. I love it. I'm here for the drama. You know, the odds be ever in your favor, streaming systems. Exactly. So now, Marlin, it's time for Marlin's Corner. Marlin's Corner. We gotta have some extra make a song. I think think Kat's voice is great. Kat's Kat's little Nico Nico voice was fantastic. Maybe maybe I'll just like put like a beat under Kat, like a very like soft beat. I feel like it's gonna be off beat regardless because of the way she's saying it. I'll find find some license free music for next time. I love it. I'm not the cat with the bungos. Yes, let's do it like that. I want that. Okay. Okay. Uh, Anyway, uh, just a few things. Note in the world of of video games, Um, I (laughs) I need to fully push myself to get through the story of Assassin's Creed. I keep doing like side explorations and things and going to different places. But I will say, I am loving. the key and detail, the fact that there's a certain mission in Norway where you meet the uh, indigenous people in Norway and they speak the actual language for all dialogue and they never cut back to English. And so you're just like talking at someone who's like talking at you and you're both kind of like trying to infer. And it was just such a cool like moment to like have this, have, like literally for like five minutes, someone's speaking to you about a story they're telling you and it's all in, the, in their native language i'm like i don't know what's going on but the 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 full motion of the voices is like super dope um they're like any ubisoft games there are glitches galore um uh i i definitely jumped down a building and landed between a wall and the game uh killed me because i was like vibrating back and forth over and over again so i just like ko'd Barry, Um, you gotta run faster exactly (laughs) you'd be testing the physics of these walls man i can do anything (laughs) there were several missions where i had to like get a key and the key was like underground and so i'm like run like where is this key and in the game they're like you know they're like basement so i'm like oh i have to go to a basement but i'm like there's no ba- this key's just in the ground of the game and i can't get to it 
And that was oh, annoying. I mean, like going in a circle, like maybe if I come back and try it again, like, oh, no, I didn't do it. Uh, so I had to do a nice little uh, soft reset, which was great. Um, but yeah, I think um, it's, a, it's still a fun game. I mean, it's like a good seven out of 10, I'd give it. Um, it's really interesting. I look forward to, to finishing it because I think I'm going to get there. And the goal, of course, is to get there before uh, the 10th because on the 10th, Cyberpunk drops 27. Never saw Marlin ever again. It's the final countdown. We did it. We were good little boys and girls and, and gals and thems and theys. We were so good. And they're going to drop uh, Cyberpunk on the 10th. So I have three uh, today until the 10th to finish this Assassin's Creed game. Um, what is interesting about the game that I just keep hearing about, of course, is the fact that um, there's uh, going to be a day one patch. Um, and I mean, which I think makes sense for a game that they've been like fully trying to uh, get ready for launch. So I'm not surprised. I'm going to be interested in seeing how big the patch is and how long it takes. Um, it's a very large patch from what IGN is saying. And uh, I look forward to seeing what that equates to for time, but also quality. Uh, what's also interesting is the fact that the game, the story mode, um, it's not really that long. Um, it's like, you know, it's not long compared to like these other AAA sagas that we go on. But they did say that the side missions, though, is where they put a good uh, second load of their time into. So the side missions are going to also be really interesting to really flesh out the world. So you can just play the main mission but to get the full picture they really recommend taking some of these side missions down because they kind of give you the full pers- full like perspective um but yeah i'm really excited um i i, I definitely want to be careful because i mean the, these these games get hyped up pretty early and i know that so far a review from ign gave it a nine out of ten um so Again, we'll see. There are already so many articles out there uh, from the, the world of video games asking, is this game getting overhyped? Uh, some of them are comparing to like Last of Us 2 of like that game was overhyped and it got mixed reviews, but everyone's like saying it'll be fine. Like it's a fine game. So, you know, I don't I, hopefully it isn't that polarizing of a game. I mean, I think it's going to be fun. Uh, it has Keanu Reeves. So that's dope. But yeah, like I think it's going to be an interesting ride. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you all have seen some of these articles. Like, what, is, what are your collective thoughts on Fallout 2077 finally dropping this week? Uh, what's what's the mind? It won't, it won't be as polarizing as Last of Us 2. That game was designed to be polarizing. <laughs> uh, like, that, they, they, the first words on the, on the right. chalkboard of that game right. was, this game must be polarizing. Uh, but uh, I think... It's gonna. It just depends on how buggy it is when it comes out. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. another thing the IGN review was kind of talking about when I checked it out earlier too. It's just there's a lot of bugs. Um, and if this day one fat patch fixes, a, if it's that big and it fixes a lot of the bugs, then this game can will probably end up getting uh, pretty good reviews. But um, as is the trend with video games nowadays, you might as you almost might as well wait for six months down the line when a game comes out because you get a you're just gonna get a better experience at that point. So um, we'll see. Yeah, I'm wondering like, what if this is at like sixty uh, days later big patch? Because like, the game was supposed to come out like a good month ago, so like, or even before then as well. So I'm wondering if they're like, this patch is gonna be like, great. This patch is like a full four month patch we've been working on. We noticed a few things. Here you go. Mind you, I mean, CD Projekt Red isn't like you know 
they're not known for glitches, but there are a few glitches in like the uh, Witcher game series, especially in the last one that are pretty funny and are pretty like well known. Like one of them being that if you called your horse, he would end up on a on a, a roof somewhere sometimes because the game like because the game like has the horse come around like your peripheral and if you're standing in front of a building, you end up on top of the building in this really weird glitchy way. So I mean, mind you, I mean. Fun glitches like that don't really break uh, a game. It kind of makes it a little more like, oh, like that's a unpolished piece of the game that's pretty funny. And, you know, isn't it anyway uh, hurtful? So I'm looking forward to seeing what they do. Like this patch could be great. I know for damn sure that the day it drops, I'm gonna just be playing it all night. Uh, I'm gonna have like my headphones and I want to get full immersion to the music. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what's gonna happen with it. Uh, my hope is that, you know, I haven't internally hyped it up too much. I probably already have, but it's you know, at this point of the game. At this point of the game, it was it was it was inevitable. It was inevitable. So I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. But yeah, I think Ray and I have it. So uh I know that when we both had lots of us too, I had to be careful to ask how long to ask him at what point of the game he was in, because when we started asking how long we've been playing it, it was a difference of like Oh, like how long you been playing yeah, and I, I don't think I don't think I'm gonna I won't have a good review until like two shows later because I, oh, yeah. I won't get I won't get around to it a lot this upcoming weekend and so uh, but it, the, the week after that I'm gonna play the hell out of it so oh, yeah. uh, I'll send you like you know unofficial like what are your thoughts at this since stage? people are saying the side stories are like where it's at with this game after that mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna for once in a game, and this is in a long time, I'm going to probably like take this main storyline really slow. Dude, and just do a part. bunch of side stuff. Um, and like, and because if that's where, if that's where they put more of their detail in, because this main story sounds like it's not like incredibly, and it's something I liked about Control also after mm-hmm. just finishing Control. The main story was honestly really short, but once you're done with it, there's still a ton of side content to do in that game. Um, and so I probably will end up just taking it slow and just exploring the rest of Night City and and getting all the stuff I want to get, and uh, we'll see. I am. I'm curious. I just. I'm. I'm so curious how this game is going to end up going. It. It. It has a lot of. What's the soundtrack going to be like? What's the. What's the, like? There's so many parts to a game to make it amazing, and they have. Got potential. Over time to this game. Oh, yeah. I'm worried that if it drops, like, is the video game industry like great? What we've learned is that we need to have our workers work more overtime or overnight hours. Supposed to oh, like God. great. Maybe we should have given them some time to like go home and relax, and like maybe like should have projected the game being released later, as opposed to trying to make it like within a short time frame. Because I'm sure like they're still making games now, and we're also like during we're also in COVID, so I'm sure it's like a whole other area of great. You're, you're at home now. You can't complain now because now you're working at home, so you can lay in your bed and do your work. So I'm really interested to see how this is going to affect. Because you know, I feel like like if I was like a full like capitalist suspender wearing, I'm like, yo, like you're working for you're at house, you could probably take a nap for five minutes and wake up and get your work done. Like at the at the work at the job, I get it. You like you don't like you know you don't like sleeping under the table or on the table. That's fine, but you're at home, you can do whatever you want. Just get some work done. Okay, George. <laughs> like, you're like, great, you're at home. We can get so much more done because you're at your house and you're comfortable. 
So that's our advocate for working from home. Um, I'm for it. Don't do I that will... video games. Give the developers time. Give them space. Right. You can make great things. You give them space. Um, I do want to say, for me, I was I was going to pre-order Cyberpunk two weeks ago, but then I realized, kind of like, my PlayStation, y'all, I just need my PlayStation to last until... PlayStation 5. And so I've, I've made a decision to kind of wait because I think Avengers kind of just like it, it just it just made me not want to buy a new game for a, for a while. So I do want to wait to get it next year. Um, hopefully whenever I, especially if I could get a PS5 within the next few months. Just and when Santa. I get it, I will. I, that's exactly what I'm going to do this weekend. I'm going to go find him and there's some kindly requests. I want a PS5. All I want that. That's all I want with Cyberpunk 2077. So I, I'm just going to go ahead and get the PS5 version and see how that is. You know, give it some time and seeing. I feel like that was made for that platform, especially. And so, um, yeah, I, I, I want to uh, talk about how that would look like, you know, so... I'm excited, but I'm like, I'm, I'm more excited to hear what you guys have to say as far as story, because the main reason that drew me to this game was it had a very rich story. And I feel like, it, again, you're going to have to take it slow and and just see how it's going to go. Um, there's going to be hella side quests, which I'm going to try my best not to oh, no. stay Dude, there. Dude. I know, but at the same time, you got to have a nice a nice balance of main I, story quest, main story. I, I really think this story. game is, is they are breaking that, that, that pattern. And it's just, yeah. no, just, really? just side quests. That's like, what it looks like. It sounds yeah. like if the, if the, if the IGN reviewer is correct in that the main story is about 20 hours long. I'm also hearing that there's, there's people spending like 170 something hours just doing stuff in this game. So that, okay. That gives you a hundred and that's that math is 150 hours of side content. Yeah, that is that's not side content. That's like <laughs> that's <laughs> that's world building in a, an amazing way of like, hey, yeah, world with these hours and hours of side quests. Also, we had like, I feel like we're like mentioning the side quest in the main story. The character creation window is super in depth, so I'm already certain it's going to be 15 minutes on that. Like, hey, like above and beyond of like, hey, you want to change your earlobes? There's like 14 different options of earlobes. <laughs> I just, I, 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 it bothers me in first person games when they go that in depth because the, I'm like, I'm never going to see this person unless you put a lot of mirrors in this game. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. How much time uh, I actually true. spend? That's true. Um, Amy, would you possibly, in the far off future, decide to join us in this? Um, I would have to like see a lot of like, um, ver- like if, if, if I watched someone play it to kind of get a feel for it, because I'm like, I'm still very like new it. to this whole world of right. game, and just gaming in general right. on, the, on a regular basis. <laughs> so um, I would have to you watch, know, cast stream. watch streams for like a couple of months before I'm like, okay, I can wrap my head around this a little more. Yeah, let's see. I feel like yeah, you man. just, you know, subscribe and to that stream, be part of the game. When it goes game. on sale, then I will consider that part for sure. That's going to be a minute because Breath of the I Wild really is still sticking I have so or many games that I have not touched yet. It's fine. Welcome to wait. the game, or life. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh, this game, no money. This is true. Game or life. 
Um, so yeah, I'm excited, you guys. I know the listeners have to be excited because we. I feel like I had some conversations with people online about this game coming out, and people are hype. And um, this is one of the first games that actually came out when they were like, "Now nah, for sure, we're coming out December 10th. Like we're coming out December 10th." And look. It's happening. So they kind of basically stuck to the word. So I'm like, I will stick to uh, their their to what they made for us. I feel like it's going to be solid content and it's a great way to welcome the new year in with that game. You know, so Marlon and Ray, I'm looking forward to uh, some reviews. Oh, yeah. We're going to. Yeah. And I feel like we're going to have two inching distinct uh, gameplay. So I look forward to hearing about that. Watch that on Geek Force <laughs> something, wherever it's going to be. We'll, uh, we'll send it over to the, the Twitch stream if we need to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, we'll, you know, we'll see what the reactions are. But speaking of reactions, Kat, can you describe this um, romantic film that you found real quick? I feel like that's something we want to end with, just discussing that really fast. So, you guys, I was just minding my business on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And literally, <laughs> minding my business does. on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I saw a poster from Lifetime, you know, Lifetime, the channel. Mm-hmm. On their, yeah. yeah, on social on their social media page. And they had Mario Lopez dressed as Colonel Sanders holding this lady in a red dress. I was like, oh, this is like a funny parody. What is this? And I already forgot the title because the image alone was really just weird. And so I was seduction like... recipe. Yeah. And I was like... <laughs> oh, sorry. Recipe for seduction. I, I got that backwards. <laughs> I was like, um, okay. And then I, I was like, okay, that's a poster, whatever. And then I saw an article by from uh, comicbook.com actually talking about it saying, hey, this is actually a thing happening. It was coming out this weekend as a movie. And blah, blah, blah. I was like... Shut up. There's a movie with Colonel Sanders. Okay. I will watch this. And so no. I want I want to give I want to pose the challenge to you guys. Absolutely. If not. you guys will watch oh, this hell no. and we can talk about this. I'm not gonna Wait, watch so this I'm chicken propaganda. I never I don't mm, 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 mm. So I guess I'll be the Yeah. The yeah. Full sacrifice. You can sacrifice your eyeballs for that. Yeah. I'm good. I mean, Ray did that for New Mutants, so he he doesn't have to do this. I, I'm talking about you two. Is that is that on the same level? No. They do like me watching a movie about the McDonald's clown. <laughs> well, weren't you Ronald McDonald? I don't know why I forgot his name. It literally rhymes. I was like, "What's the man's name?" Donald McDonald? No, it can't be that. That's stupid. That's stupid, Marlon. <laughs> or uh, or the or grimace or somebody. Yes. You know. Yes. It, 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 like, oh wait. Wait a minute, that was your comment about a tweet. Someone said, do the Hamburglar next. Hamburglar. <laughs> I think like, Grimace. I was like, that's actually accurate. Like, you're literally doing a commercial about a mascot. And I'm like, I'm surprised Wendy didn't get in there first because Wendy's been mm-hmm. popping off on Twitter. So, which means Wendy might be next, honestly. Or maybe the girl in red is Wendy. You guys, I this mean, is it's, what they should it's do. It's perfect propaganda. KFC's paying for it. Oh, so absolutely. It's, Big this is what should happen. This should be a new Marvel Cinematic Universe, but with fast oh, food. We're stopping that right now. So we're starting, that we're we're starting with KFC. Yeah, no. Or no, no, we're not KFC. Hold on, hold on. Then we go to Wendy's. You know, 
What rounds us up is McDonald's. And so when all this happens, they're going to have to come together in a sub-movie. I don't know why, but they're going to have to come together with a bunch of crazy personalities. Subway guy. Oh my God, Raven, you can't say Subway (laughs) (laughs) You know what, Kat? He can't be involved, Raven. He's the villain. <laughs> or, is it, or is it the little chihuahua oh, from Taco Bell? Is he rocking right now? Oh my god. No. Wasn't he? Uh, that's racist? I'm talking about an actual <laughs> mascot from Taco Bell. No, no, no. Just, hold on. The, the, the voice was racist. Which, which they oh, yeah, he definitely voice. was. He definitely was. Sure. Yeah, he could be Rocket Raccoon in this universe. Oh my you god. Uh, you guys, like. There's been so many years of people doing, they're doing, they've done a fan art of, you know, of fanalicizing what these restaurants or restaurant mascots will look like in any form. And they've written fan fiction for many years. This this is the beginning. Why not do live action? We're at live action sta- stage right now. I feel and like we're streaming service um, right now. Why not? I feel like that's Why not? Peak capitalism when it's like, great. <laughs> That's basically that show would be the equivalent of it. Basically, they'd be like bought. I'm like, great, we're gonna take our product of these of these mascots and make them into uh, a movie franchise to just promote our food. That would be terrible, and I think that would I mean, be a dark day in America. And at that point, we'd I step mean, right into the Wallyverse. We're just like sitting in chairs, getting fed things. Like this is brought to you by McDonald's. This is brought to you by Burger King. But I mean, we're <laughs> kind of already there. But it would be kind of funny of like uh, whatever they feature in the show is now a limited edition of on the restaurant menu in real life. Like I have this whole plan. Why is no one like adding at, at me? <laughs> I have it. Like, let's do this. I will write the series myself. Oh, I want Popeyes to be the new person that shows up and like messes with everybody with her with, with their chicken sandwich. You know, like it's oh so. This is going to be a really great like. Chick Fil A is, is Chick Fil A going to be actually racist in this universe? Like, <laughs> they're going to be one. It's, they're going to be one of those. Uh, you know. Racist. Yeah, like nice I love racist. everybody, but then they go home and be like, I'm a Puerto a Negro. Right, right. Well, the, like, yeah, they're gonna be like Stormfront. Chick Fil A, no. <laughs> <laughs> but you taste so good, but you're really so nasty. You know. It's like <laughs> I don't know about that Baskin Robbins. They seem to have too many flavors. If you get my drift, too many flavors. If you know what I mean. It's like whoa, Chick Fil A. The universe just keeps expanding, expanding with more. See, yeah, but. I'm getting sidetracked. This movie's coming out this weekend. I mean, it oh, looks like one of the lifetime soapy romantic movies. It looks cringy as heck, but I will be there to watch because I am curious. I've never seen this before, and I I will give you guys the review. Never will week. ever again. Well, never say never because if somebody was Mm-mm. like, I mean, I will pay mm. you fifty grand if you watch this. Make it a million. <laughs> I like the way you think. So, yeah, that's 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 what I'm going to be doing. So, if anyone else is watching it, listeners, if you're watching it, don't say no. They might be. They'd be like, "Hey, I'm going to watch that." Uh, Let me know. We can discuss this on um on our Facebook together about like the ins and outs of this movie and why they chose Mario Lopez. I already know why he was like yes, but he's going to make a spicy chicken joke. I know it. <laughs> 
He's, 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 he's gonna make a spicy. Oh yeah, no, they they have. I'm sure there's. This thing is probably full of all the chicken KFC jokes they possibly could have. Yeah, I'm here for uh, it. They went. They went full. They went full meme because they knew this yeah. would get them trending on YouTube. Absolutely. So, yeah, like, no yeah, one really you said. We do. You said the the universe is capitalism at its finest we're we're already for capitalism with this with this one so well, now we're just having fun we're just having fun now i feel like it's important <laughs> to bring in a comic book character but to bring a fictional mascot of a chicken restaurant to life but here's a fan fiction marlon here's a fan fiction Doesn't so people, they're very happy for this is hollywood <laughs> And people that green light show, are they, are they that star for content that someone could walk up to them in their oh, this office is a commercial. and like drop like, hey, what about this? And it's like, what? Yes. It's a commercial. KFC's paying for it. So I'm so remember, remember over the summer, if you I had Animal Crossing, KFC actually had their own island where they invited certain people to come visit their island to eat in the in their in their restaurant on their island. And I was like, first of all, KFC took the time to do that just to be just to flex on us. Like <laughs> you can eat Why KFC and really in the game, you know? So this they they've been on this high. Was so it? I am waiting for Wendy's. Wendy's needs to be the next one. I don't I'm sorry. Like, any more of this. I want, <laughs> it I just want started. Mario Lopez and the studio that made this to get so many negative reviews that they never again make a no. fast food commercial. Ever. It kind of reminds me of though. The Christmas Prince on Netflix a little bit. Yes. Which was also horrible. It's horrible, but it's so popular in this franchise, which I don't understand. I've never seen it, but I, I, so, I keep seeing it everywhere. So bad. So bad. Yeah, I agree. But, you know, that's just... We'll see how, we'll see how truly bad it is from Kat's perspective and she'll try to be nice about it but I'm sure it's going to get skinny reviews I'm going to be honest I'm going to be like hey you guys this is funny but this is what really happened Um, but yeah I will keep you guys updated Um, I will also keep you updated if this means more I really feel like this is a, a a a a series or at least a sequel like i already feel it if if universal pictures can do creature features and everyone else can do superheroes why not fast food characters right (laughs) and with that said you guys thank you again for coming together and talking about all the wonderful things that we've said um now i'm very hungry for some chicken for some reason Mm. but uh listeners don't forget we're on social media too facebook twitter instagram and our twitch hopefully marlon will stop by with cyberpunk for us to watch yeah stay tuned for that i'll stop on (laughs) um yeah so guys thank you so much for everything um again you know if you're on that cyberpunk thing too remember to rest well and hydrate in between sessions um hug your loved ones and geek on this episode of quest on media's geek force was produced in richmond california